Hi everybody, this is Gatsad. I just returned from, not arguably, guaranteed the most woke place in the universe. No, not Portland, Oregon. No, not some place in California. No, not some place in Vermont. I just returned from Ithaca, New York. Now, before I uh, explain why I was so energized by the woke progressive ethos of Ithaca, let me remind you that I obtained my MS, Masters of Science, and my PhD at Cornell. Cornell is a wonderful place in many ways. Of course, it's one of the most prestigious universities in the world. I went there because my former doctoral supervisor is retiring, and so a bunch of us went there to to commemorate his retirement and uh, hung out in Ithaca for a few days with my family. As you could see, I was so moved and energized by the wokeness that, as you can see, I've transformed myself because, as you know, and as I've explained in The Parasitic Mind, uh, having bright color is a form of aposomatic coloring. It's a form of warning signal that evolved in nature. But in the case of the woke hair coloring, it's a way of demonstrating that you're ideologically fierce. And I'm certainly that. I'm very wokeified. You can see I've got a whole bunch of things. Uh, my daughter was even going to do some uh, black eyelash. I said, no, I think it's it's enough to show that I'm committed to all progressive causes by donning what I'm wearing now. This is not satirical, by the way. I'm, I'm, this is very much my commitment to all things woke. Now, Ithaca historically has been very much of a, a you know, haven for this kind of stuff because it's where all the hippies from the 60s uh, went to, you know, make love, not war, you know, eradicate war through music, all of these very actionable and very practical and powerful ideas like you don't you don't fight another country with the military you just love them more through love you can conquer everything and that's very practical because we know that history love has been the most powerful way to keep really nasty guys over there who want to conquer us here it's through pacifism that we're able to do that for example um uh, uh, the appeasement strategy of Chamberlain prior to uh, Churchill coming in is why, of course, the Nazis decided to retreat because it's through pacifism, through hugging cucumbers, through, you know, chakra dancing, through all that hippie stuff. This is how the world progresses. You know, we just kind of sway with the wind. Uh, so that was always how Ithaca was. You know, there's a lot of communes, a lot of love, a lot of playing music outside, a lot of hand-holding, a lot of Bernie Sanders and when I was there, there was all that stuff. But now, you know, I graduated in 1994. I went back several times. But let me tell you, if you think that things have accelerated in terms of wokeness all over the world, can you imagine what it's like in woke central? I mean, my goodness, do they need some major dosing of this book. Everywhere, every house, every car, every store window, Black Lives Matter matters. I even posted because I was so moved by it, and I so strongly supported it. It's such a large demographic. Black trans lives matter. 
Now, of course, as someone who's Lebanese Jewish, who used to be differently weighted, I'm starting a foundation, uh, uh, fat trans Lebanese Jews lives matter. Because the more you, you, you kind of atomize the marginalized group, you know, the, the more powerful it is. Because there's a gigantic genocide taking place against all of these different groups. By the way, I'm wondering if, as I explained during the uh, Canadian Senate uh, uh, testimony that I gave, whether if we care so much about not hurting uh, feelings and having victimology groups, no group is certainly more victimized on a daily basis than overweight people. And I'm being I'm being serious now. So if you've got a kid who's overweight, the kind of bullying that he or she is likely to get is unbelievably greater if you add up all of the hurt of overweight kids than all of those atomized groups that are made up of six people. Uh, but yet, of course, that's not quite so woke. So there you have it. But I was very, very moved by one, and I'm even thinking of quitting Judaism and joining this group. Uh, this is the uh, First Unitarian Society of Ithaca. Uh, so here they, they wrote, in this congregation we believe black lives matter. That's certainly true for me. Not all lives matter. Black lives matter. Women's rights are human rights. And now we know that that's really an important thing. Certainly in a university like uh, Cornell, where, as we know now, across all universities, across all educational attainment, associate's degree, bachelor's degree, master's degree, and, and doctoral degree, across all racial groupings, women outnumber men. But, you know, we still have so much work to do. We need to be fighting for women's rights. But I wonder, though, if this congregation, which I'm definitely going to be quitting Judaism to join, I'm wondering if... When Leah Thomas, the female swimmer, you know, the six foot four, 240 pound female swimmer, Leah Thomas, who's destroying all of the biological females in the NCAA swimming competitions, whether the women's rights of all of those other women who are being trashed by this other woman, you know, Leah Thomas, whether their rights matter. So we, it's not sure, it's not clear where we fit there. Then we've got, of course, one that I love. No human is illegal, right? No, There's no such thing as illegal migrants, illegal uh, immigrants. What does that mean? There is no someone coming into your home and a home invasion through your door or the window. That's just undocumented, undocumented visitor. There is no such thing as rape. It's undocumented lovemaking. There are no illegal acts. There are no illegal humans, right? So when a human decides to come into your country, violating the national borders of that country, what do you mean it's illegal? There is no such thing. There's just one world. There's just one commune. There's just one big salad bowl. We all jump into it and we roll ourselves in the olive oil. It's love. Through love and reggae, we can conquer all of the ugly people who want to, you know, conquer us. Then we got one that, of course, as a professor of almost 30 years, I strongly support science is real. So, for example, I, you know, as an evolutionist, I support the science that argues that men too can menstruate. That's scientific because I know that the Unitarian, let me see what it's called, the, the first Unitarian Society of Ithaca would 
definitely support real science. And, and I know for a fact that progressive biology, and I'm a firm believer in that, uh, men too can bear children. Men too can menstruate. I'm, for example, one of the, the leading voices of menstrual equity you know, it, right here in Quebec. I'm probably the leading menstrual equalizer in Quebec where, you know, you want to put, as you know, Yale and Cornell and all those Ivy League schools, one of which I come from. I love, I truly do love Cornell. But my God, I love them even more now that they're so woke. Menstrual equity in men's bathrooms so you can have uh, uh, hygiene pads in men's bathrooms because men too can menstruate. So that's science. I support that. That's why I'm quitting Judaism. Then, of course, this one is very powerful. It's, 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 it's brilliant in its profundity. Love is love. They support that there. Love is love. You know, that's it. Love is love. Love is love. It's actionable. If we implement such a strategy, how do you get rid of crime? Love is love. What do you do with, you know, gun issues, gun control? You, you love your mugger. You love your rapist. You don't. You don't, you don't penalize them. You don't put them in prison. What are they going to learn in prison? They can't improve themselves in prison. You just go with the love is love. Just like uh, one of my heroes, I don't know if he's yours, he's super woke as I am, uh, Cory Booker. I mean, that guy is brilliant. The senator from New Jersey, this guy is, is, a, is a brain trust. When he said, we need for our children radical love. He said it. You could go watch it. Through radical love, we'll get rid of all of these shootings in schools. Imagine if on every street corner we had a hut where you have someone like me, super progressive, and just kind of reminds you about radical love, about peace through music, about Joan Baez, about Joni Mitchell, you know, folk music. We go back to the roots. We watch the birds. We paint together. We kind of dance. We sway with the wind. That's how you get things done, through love. And then, of course, the final one, kindness is everything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's actionable. We, it's empathetic. It's about compassion. By the way, today I went to a coffee called Gimme Coffee. It was in a very, very beautiful kind of bucolic, picturesque little corner in Ithaca. I walked in. Uh, the pandemic has now been over for many months I've traveled around the world all the way as far as Budapest, Hungary. No one's wearing masks. I've traveled all several places in the US. Nobody's wearing masks. Even in a place as woke as Quebec, we've removed the masks. So there's nobody's wearing masks. I walk into this place, this super woke barista with color, you know, hair color like mine, hair polish and so on, uh, started screaming at me, wear your mask. Of course, I didn't have a mask, so I had to get a mask wear it, uh, you know, anyways, uh, that's science. See that in that little microcosm at that cafe, sure, everywhere else around the world, nobody's wearing masks, but there they hold the epistemologically valid, the, the epidemiologically valid position that you need to be wearing masks. And anybody who doesn't is a science denier, is a, is a, is a, is a COVID flat earther. Okay. And by the way, let me mention one other thing. What do you think happens to a student who wants to spend a few years in Ithaca and actually is Republican, actually 
doesn't believe in all of these wonderful things of the church that I'm about to join, First Unitarian Society of Ithaca. What happens to that soon? Because what I saw in Ithaca was an unbelievably authoritarian ideological conformity where every car, every storefront, every building, every every anything had all those signals. So now imagine if you want to come out and say, wait a minute, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in that. Do you think uh, most people have the spine to be able to do that? So for people who are so, you know, swaying with the, with dance, dancing with bees and, you know, singing with the birds and love is love, they certainly don't seem to be very tolerant of anyone who may hold views that are different from them. And so before you send your school, your kids to one of these wonderful schools that, that I do, and I'm being serious now, uh, of course, these universities uh, you know, have wonderful programs where you can grow and study, but all that goes to waste if you have ideological conformity that is so stifling at every DNA of an interaction between people. Everybody is a Bernie lover. Everybody's Black Lives Matters. Everybody is all Republicans are Nazis. Everybody is Planned Parenthood is everywhere in every corner. My body, my choice, but not when it comes to the, of course, being vaccine. By the way, I, I've been vaccined. So don't send me emails. So you, as you walk around, you, you see this unbelievable herd mentality whereby every behavioral cue, every sartorial cue, every sign is completely in step. So there you have it, folks. Very, very excited to have come back from Ithaca. Very revitalized in my progressive bona fide positions. Uh, so, Revolution. By the way, in the Ithaca comments, there's a booth about, you know, it's about sort of subversive books, how to fight and you know, revolution, Marxism, and so on. Wonderful to see these things. You know, smash, smash capitalism. Oh, yes, and you can go left to go to the Johnson Graduate School of Management. So, you know, within within half a mile of one another, you've got one of the top business schools in the world that doesn't operate on Marxism. And down Ithaca Commons, you got La Revolution. Let me see if I take this off, what happens. Yeah, let me take this off. Let me take this off here. For those of you who are watching this on uh, or listening to this on podcast, I just took off several of my uh, uh, accoutrements around my neck, necklaces, kind of woke necklaces, and took off a uh, a purple wig that demonstrates that I'm truly woke. So if you if you were if you've been listening to this on a podcast, you might want to go to my YouTube channel to see me in my woke glory. Again, people, what makes a society beautiful is that we are truly tolerant. Tolerant not just to the things that matter to the woke. Toler the most important thing about tolerance is to tolerate diversity in your mind. Not your skin color, not your gender identity, not your sexual orientation, not all of these other other immutable traits 
that the woke care about, the most defining feature of a tolerant person is that you can tolerate those who hold positions on issues of importance, positions that are different from yours. And Ithaca is one cesspool of caricature, satirical wokeness. I'm really sorry that it's that. I bet you that if I were a professor at Cornell, it would take me about 15 minutes to fumigate the hell out of that ideological hellhole. I still love Cornell. Cornell has been a beautiful place for me to study. But my Lord Ithaca, have you sunk into the abyss of infinite woke darkness? Take care, everybody. Cheers.